Hey guys, welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast. Here we tackle the challenges of indie game development head-on, from the technical to the emotional, and talk about the secrets to conquering self-doubt on your journey to crafting games that people will love. Subscribe so you never miss another episode, and if you haven't already, give us a rating and review so that this podcast gets shared with more people. We'd really, really appreciate it. Ready? Let's go. So it's been six months since we first introduced our game Samurado with a devlog on YouTube. And if you're new here, then all you need to know is that this was supposed to be a 90 day challenge to publish a game on Steam. And even if you don't care about my game, stick around because maybe this will help you avoid some of the mistakes that we've made. I just wanna share a little bit about what went wrong here. The idea was that my dream game, Veil vale of Maya, was going to take years, and we were struggling to find the growth that we needed as a business to financially survive as a family, and we felt like we were spinning our wheels a bit, but we also really didn't want to quit. So we decided to publish a game in three months, real quick, and then get back to Veil vale of Maya. You know, just a fast, simple little project that players could enjoy for a few hours for a few dollars. We'd make a little bit of money, have a fun little devlog series to publish on YouTube, and most importantly, actually have a published game under our name. So experience, maybe some food on the table. And yeah, if I'm being honest, I think I was hoping that it would lighten my imposter syndrome a little bit because I haven't published anything yet. So because of that, sometimes I feel like I'm not a real game developer. And since we're counting, the devlog was actually 45 days into the project. So really it's been like seven and a half months, give or take, that we've been working on this project. And it was supposed to be just three. And I just wanna be honest and just chat about the development process behind Samurado, tell you what's going on, talk about the delays, talks about mistakes that have been made and bring you guys up to speed a little bit. Sometimes game dev can be a really emotional experience and I know this is true for a lot of devs and that's why you look at game dev videos on YouTube. So many of them are about why game dev is so hard on a personal level. And here's my honest blanket statement. I have been feeling embarrassed. I've been feeling embarrassed that I set out to do this challenge publicly on YouTube. I'm embarrassed that we're so far beyond our original completion date and I'm embarrassed because it still has quite a ways to go. And the more time that goes by, the more embarrassed I feel. And this starts to kind of become this exponential effect. I created this episode to just kind of personally face it and let you guys know what's going on. So there is good news and there's some bad news. And the bad news is that I am simply accepting that this is not a three-month project like I thought. So we're pushing back the release date to the summer of 2024 or potentially even later. The good news is, obviously, we aren't quitting. And since our cross-country move happened, we have been plowing through features for this game. I've gotten more done in the last several weeks than I have in the last three months before that. My excitement is at a peak for this game right now. And if you haven't already, go check it out on Steam. It's called Samurado and maybe even give it a wish list, okay? So what happened? Well, for one, if I'm being honest, my lack of project management skills really jumped up and bit me in the ass for this project. I have learned a lot of hard lessons from developing this game. And when I was preparing this episode, I originally wrote that scope creep was a big factor, but I don't know that it's actually scope creep because there isn't a single thing in this game that wasn't planned from day one yet. I didn't get carried away implementing all sorts of unnecessary features. It feels like scope creep, but it's not. So what is it? It's me being crappy at knowing how long things will take to complete. And I mean fully complete with polish and all of the features that I want. 
literally every feature I have made for this game ends up taking me way longer than I thought it would make. And I'm just starting to finally come to a place where I realize that is the reality of game development. I've said the words before, but I'm really coming to realize it now. If you think something, even it doesn't matter what you're doing, even if you remodel your kitchen and you think it's going to take you a week, it's going to take you two or three weeks probably. Game dev is no different. It's just one of those things. You make a plan, you obviously can try to hit that deadline, but it's going to take you longer than you thought to get there. So to give you an idea of what I mean when I'm talking about Samurado in specific, it's like when I'm in project management mode, everything is like a game jam in my brain. Oh, you're spawning in some loot after an enemy, just instantiate it in and you're good. This is how my brain thinks about these problems, right? I think about it almost in bullet point form when I'm planning for a project and I know better now because there's obviously more nuance than that. You have to implement probability for whether or not it should spawn. It should probably spawn from an object pool. You don't want it spawning inside the walls or on top of other objects. So you need a system that's going to help you deal with that. And if you have an upgrade system that might change what loot can drop or how often or whatever, that all needs to tie in as well, right? A different example, and this is something that I very recently completed working on. I had an item on my to-do list that literally just said, create enemy wave spawner system. Because at the time for testing, I just had one of each enemy type spawning into a room whenever you entered the room. And I promise you that gets stale so very fast. So my job which I thought would take me an afternoon, was to make an enemy spawner that decided what enemies to spawn into a room, how many, etc., etc. This did not take me an afternoon. This took me well over a week, I think. And that's because there's much more nuance than spawn in X number of enemies. What I didn't think of when I was planning is you have to distribute the enemies in a fair way. You can't have a new player walk into a room and have them encounter 10 totally different enemies when they have no idea how to deal with each of those enemies individually, what their attack patterns are, that kind of thing. So suddenly, I'm developing a system that tracks which enemy type we've encountered, how many times have we fought them, so that I can drip feed new enemy types in for the player to introduce them in a way that's fair and hopefully fun. But not every room should have enemies spawning in, and some other rooms should be dedicated boss rooms or healing rooms or shops or whatever. There can't be too many enemy types thrown at you at once. There should be a limit. But there should also be challenge rooms that might break some of the other rules and give you special rewards when you complete them or have a treasure room attached to them or whatever. And so all of a sudden, what was once this tiny little item called create enemy wave spawner system on a giant list of to-do tasks ended up becoming this behemoth of a task that went through multiple iterations until I was happy with it. That is what happens when you try to plan something you didn't think through far enough. Maybe it is a little bit of scope creep. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe some of that was not necessary, but it feels necessary, right? It also turns out I'm not the best communicator when it comes to designing a game with my wife. And so Nikki and I have had a lot of bumps throughout the process of making this game together. I don't always treat her like a coworker. I treat her like my wife a lot of the time. And it turns out that we work far more productively when I treat her like a coworker while we're working. The moral of the story here is I planned to make a game in three months for a genre that I have little experience with. And my lack of experience is showing in the form of delays. 
But for those of you who are waiting for this game, here's what I can tell you. We are working very hard on it, and recently we have radically altered how we work and how we approach goals. I scrapped my old to-do list and redid a whole new to-do list from scratch. We have a schedule. We have due dates for every task, which we revisit every single week. We have a five-minute powwow every morning to make sure that we're on the same page with our tasks for that day. And regardless of how busy YouTube and podcasting and Patreon keeps me, I'm managing to get development for Samurado in every single workday. I learn very much through trial and error. That is how I operate. And I've made a lot of mistakes with this game. And I'm a better developer now because of it. I'm kind of learning to dance between my role as a designer and my role as a programmer. When I have my programming hat on, my mentality can sometimes be just make it work. But when I have my designer hat on, I need as much flexibility and modularity to these systems as possible so that I can iterate quickly. And I'm still kind of finding a balance between those two roles. All right, and I'm just realizing that that is a part of the game development journey is learning how to dance between all these different roles or all these different hats that you have to wear as a game developer. You're not, I'm not just a programmer. Uh, I'm not just a designer. It's, it's all of these different things that need to be done. And I'm still learning on figuring out the right balance, right? I just want to thank you guys so much for joining us on our journey, though, watching our content, commenting, all that stuff. I am constantly humbled by how awesome the game dev community is. Thank you for your patience. I promise you it will be worth the wait. I know this one was a little bit different. I hope you find this helpful or at the very least relatable. And as always, if you love this episode and you haven't already left a rating and review on this podcast, please consider doing that now because it really helps the podcast grow and reach more awesome people like yourself. Thank you so much for listening.